This is the loading screen. Episode 6 of our Loading Screen Podcast. It has been a few weeks as we've done some vacationing and holiday things, but I've got Corey and Noah here with me tonight while Christian and Michael are still off vacationing. In fact, we spent spent like the last five minutes uh, with Michael who swooped in as soon as he saw that we joined the channel to say, I could be available for uh, a podcast tonight. And so we've, we've spent five minutes just with that message only for michael to come back and say psych i'm not really available so michael's not going to join us christian is vacationing on the east coast so he is probably already sleeping uh anyway when these guys aren't vacationing they have a game night every saturday where they get together play some games and at least christian usually live streams whatever they're playing and noah sometimes does of course no stream tonight so we'll just get this recording and uh just stick with whatever games we were playing outside of the holidays we do try to get together every week and we talk about game night and whatever everybody else might be playing or just what just what we're finding interesting gentlemen happy no stream game night what are you guys doing tonight instead of streaming? Probably our own thing. Noah is hooked on a game that you got him hooked on. Oh, Subnautica. Yep. And I will probably be punishing myself with Tarkov. Yeah, I mean, I can. In other I, words, Corey will end up uh, playing game for maybe 15 minutes if he's lucky and then watching someone else play the game that he can't. <laughs> but if, if right That's, now, though. We we can tell right now that, that Corey hasn't actually started the game because if you just listen to the tone of his voice, he's he's kind of calm. He's got a good thing, good mood going on over there. So he's not started playing for his 15 minutes yet. It only hurts because it's true. <laughs> how It'll was, hurt more afterwards. How was uh, Arizona vacation? Anything? Did you guys do anything fun while you were there? I ate tacos and burritos. That was fun. I think I think the first crap the first I'm going to I'm going to say like the first week I was there maybe a, maybe more than that but every single day for I think at least the first week that I was there I was at Rusty Taco every day having it, you know, something a taco and some chips uh a taco and uh what are what are those uh what are that fried dough stuff called churros yeah they have they have phenomenal churros there, but uh, only only after like a week and a half that I that I finally start changing it up and try try a few other things. This is the second Arizona vacation in a row where I have not gotten burrito shack. Oh, this this time it was it was like unexpectedly closed a couple of times, wasn't it? No, nope. I I got an email from the owner of Burrito Shack that said they just didn't want to open because they knew Noah was there. Oh, you know, I, we have to stop letting them know that Noah's coming to town. Yeah, no. <laughs> I also uh, told you and mom that because your hotel was right next to Burrito Shack, 
that you should just pick up some burritos in one of the mornings. And guess who never did? <laughs> we did get to try a new burrito place, which, ironically enough, the owners of that place are from Seattle. What was that? Oh, that was the place that had those like Mongo size of your leg burritos. Yes, I don't, I don't remember the name of the place, but yeah, they were. You know what else says size of your leg burritos? Burrito Shack. <laughs> There was the place in in Arizona that I guess none of us remember the name of, but there used to be a place in downtown Bellevue here called Casa D's. Do you guys remember that place? Corey, do you remember yeah, that place? Right, right across the street from Mediterranean Kitchen. Yep, yep. That's the place where, uh, so they're closed now, which is just horribly sad. But when we would go there, I mean, there's two things are going to happen. You're either going to wind up with having like probably one of the biggest and best burritos uh, imaginable, or you're going to wind up with like hepatitis B or something like that. Because the place, the, the place, I, I I think that they never got around to hiring like a you know a, a cleaning staff or like a food safety staff or anything like that. But as long as you could overlook that one minor little detail, those burritos were awesome. And for as as monstrous as those burritos were, I do remember the time, I think it was when Christian was interning um, one summer. Christian and I went there and they had, they had upgraded, they had like a super burrito. So like their regular burrito, which I mean, a normal person couldn't eat, um, but we could, uh, they had, I think Christian got like their super burrito and put away, put away this, this burrito. That's, it's just monstrous. It was, it was incredible. But anyway, that place in Arizona reminded me of that because they had, their burritos were like similarly, like just crazy sized. Maybe it's the same owner. So that's, that's what made me think of them while we were there. But if it was the same owner, there was a little difference in the restaurant in Arizona because I, I didn't need to get, you know, any kind of, you know, like uh, inoculation or penicillin or anything like that after I left. How about, uh, how did Christmas go? Any, any cool games or sales over the holiday or anything like that? Uh, almost all of us now have city skylines. <laughs> I was, I bought that for... I think I bought it for everybody except for Corey. Corey did nah, I get he doesn't love you. Did I get that game for you? No, you offered it to me, but I didn't know if I, it was something I would play. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. But I think uh, so. Christian already had that game. In fact, he had a pretty good start on that game. He he started playing it a while back and then uh, quit for a while. Um, got it for Noah. Got it for myself. And then uh, Michael seemed to like it, so I got it from him, and uh, it was something that we discovered would run on his laptop. But that game was a ton of fun. But that's uh, a, one of the Paradox games. And they do... What was the other game that we used to play, Noah? That, Prison Escape and... Uh, Prison, Prison Architect. Pr- yeah, Prison Architect. Yep. yep. And those. that was an awesome game. But uh, how far did you get in that game, Noah? I mean, how, how much... How detailed was your city... Uh, in City Skyline, yeah. Um, I can't remember. I had I had all the like high tier building zones unlocked, but I didn't have any of them fully set up yet. Did you stick with it? So 
I started after watching, you know, probably, I was probably like one to one of like game hours played with YouTube videos watched. But in my hours and hours of YouTube's videos watched, uh, my big takeaway was like this grid system that I would lay out cities with. And that was working pretty well for the most part. But when I, when I was, when you were showing me the city you built, it, <laughs> I mean, it was cool and everything, but it kind of looked like your streets were like you would cover your eyes and then like lay out a street system. Noah just likes to slap things anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a higher population faster, and you want to know how many YouTube videos I've watched for for that game? Uh, so I'm while I am being somewhat critical of your of your kind of street layout, I will fully acknowledge that it does seem like you made it farther faster than I did. But uh, how far did you take it? Did you have like skyscrapers and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, well, then, as I said, you made it farther than I did. But then it seems like we all kind of flamed out on that game, like, all at the same time. Uh, I think it was because all of us were trying to play on our laptops. Yeah, yeah, it's true. When we also couldn't talk to each other because babies were sleeping. Yeah, yep. But uh, as I was looking through more of the Paradox games, so... They make Crusaders and Kings, which uh, I was telling you guys about before. And this is where I, I you play like generations of of leaders and lineage and stuff like that. Um, and and this it's just this massive, you know, rule system, multiple rule systems, really kind of a kind of a game. And I I really like that and had a lot of fun with Crusaders and Kings. Um, but so. I got City Skyline. I've got Crusader Kings. I've got I've got Prison Architect, which I connected after the fact that it was the same place. Christian had that other game. Do you guys remember what game he was playing, or he he started to play, but then he decided that oh, it's got it's got more rules than I'm going to learn in five minutes, so he moved on to something else. Is that Mars game? Uh, no, Stellaris? No, no. Uh, oh, but they make Stellaris also. That doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah, um, Surviving Mars. Is that what it's uh, called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, Surviving Mars. Uh, and that game looks pretty good also, but he he has it, but he just he got started, but then he didn't he didn't keep going with it. So I don't have uh, Surviving Mars, but they have another game um, that's like a World War II sim, sim called Hearts of Iron 4. And uh, that's the one where I, I... Did you guys ever read that review that I sent you that with the... For the glory of Bolivia, Steam review. No, so I think so. So as I was reading through that, is, is you look into that game, and that game just looks, I mean, crazy deep. So you're this. It's a simulator World War II, and you're controlling everything from you know the economy, the political system, the various types of armies and navies and air forces. Um, you've got these factors of like, I mean, you have to make decisions that matter. Like, you know, it's, it's five o'clock in the morning and it's foggy or it's going to rain in a couple of hours. Should I, you know, should I assault this beach now or should I wait till later? Um, I look at all that and it's like, there's no way that I'm, I'm going to get into this game. So I, I didn't pick it up, but then I was, I was reading the review and I, I read a review by somebody and it's got this particular review has got like thousands of comments on it. 
Um, but this guy bought this game and decided to play as Bolivia in South America and started out with kind of like just, just a dream. Basically. I, I think I'm going to take over the world, you know, hired, uh, hired a, a general in, in Bolivia. And he, in this, he, he just tells the story of how he and this general almost took over the world. In fact, it took like, uh, eight superpowers to ultimately stop him. So, uh, while he got, you know, decimated and he wound up with uh, what he described as no country for old men because all of their, all of their people were killed. Um, uh, he, he felt pretty proud that he had made a name for Bolivia, uh, have, having gotten so far, uh, into, into global conquest. But anyway, I, I read that review and then of course bought the game. And then if you look at my steam time, I think I've got like. 40 minutes playing that game and didn't didn't take a single move on that game yet so but, it sounds like a more in-depth version of risk yeah so it is actually in fact if you read the comparisons on it um you know whatever whatever the risk you know grid system is i mean it's not very complicated there's you know what a dozen or 25 or so um areas of risk to be controlled uh they've described um uh, Hearts of Iron as it's like 250 times uh, the number of regions of of risk. So I, I'm like throwing these numbers out. I think that's what I read. But if if somebody's going to like fact check a, a podcast, then there's you know a chance that I'm wrong. But it was, it's a massive game. It is basically the point that I'm trying to make. And if you if you start reading on reviews, you're going to find one that's called For the Glory of Bolivia, and and if you read that review, you're probably going to wind up buying the game and telling the <laughs> story. So it's pretty good. Noah, how is Subnautica going? Pretty good so far. Um, I still can't make either of the other underwater vehicles, um, the Cyclops or the Prawn or whatever it's called. Um, but I have a really beefy... Seamoth now, which is like the base submarine. What? So what? What got you into Subnautica? Because I haven't seen you really play this kind of a game since. I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong, but like Fallout is like the last game that I really remember you kind of getting into. And, and it, it reminded me a lot of the forest, but underwater. Oh yeah, yep. And because I don't have the forest too, I decided to try Subnautica. So, uh, so I picked up this game also, and uh, again, the the stark contrast, Manoa, between like your play style and mine. Uh, I mean, going right back to City of Skyline, but um, so I, I knew this game is it's not a horror game, but it does it's have a horror game. You think it is? <laughs> so no, not really, but yes. <laughs> well, when I when I first started it, um, you know, I I knew that there, you know, it it can be a scary environment and you know, there's, there's sea monsters and you're underwater and you can, you know, run of air and all this other stuff. And, uh, the game starts out, you know, your, your giant spaceship, uh, was built by the worst engineers and it crashes into an alien planet and you're stuck in the water. And, uh, I'm, I'm in the little life pod in the water and, you know, you can go up through the top and then you're standing on top of your life pod floating on the water. 
or there's an there's a lower exit that just exits you right into the water and now you're a scuba diver basically um i went out that bottom exit noah and i was outside for maybe five seconds and then came right back in the into the pod and my first half hour in that game was spent in the pod just trying to figure out if i had the guts to go out into the water and swim around yeah so the beginning of the game didn't get to me but ever since i was just swimming around looking for things to scan so I could learn more blueprints and everything. And all of a sudden, I turn a corner, and there's a Weeper Leviathan staring me in the face, like, right next to me. That's when I started being a lot more hesitant about where I'm swimming. So the, so the Reaper Leviathan is, is, so what is it? It's like one of the big... It is, the big, I think it's the biggest one of the... Of the game? Yeah, I think it's one of the biggest, or is the biggest aggressive creature in the game yeah yep i uh, so i i've loved that game i i i've played it for i mean i don't know how many hours i played it for uh not as many as you have at this point because i i switched up here but i really like that game and i'm looking forward to kind of getting back to it but yeah you let me know when you turn the corner and see a reaper leviathan staring at me and then you tell me if you think it's a horror game yeah but yeah. <laughs> i've already told you that i do <laughs> But I think uh, my favorite part about that, watching that, I've only watched a little bit of it, watching Noah frantically trying to fix his underwater base because he kept getting holes and base was filling <laughs> up with water. I didn't realize that I had a hole strength. So, like, that's that's the other difference between you and me, Dad, is you watch videos to see what works. I throw things at the wall until something sticks yeah. and just... Learn as I'm playing. I guess you threw something at the wall of your underwater base because it sprung uh, like 17 I, leaks. I say I continued throwing it at the wall because it kept leaking in the same spot after I fixed it too. Well, and and of course I I build my underwater bases like I build my Minecraft houses. So I basically carve out the smallest, cheapest, cruddiest hole in the wall that I can find and then call it home. See, but you can't you can't make your Subnautica base like your Minecraft base because your Minecraft base is made entirely of glass and the fact that mine was made entirely out of glass is what caused it to break so many times. Yeah. <laughs> well, checking back in on you tonight when you were showing me all the stuff that you had, you I mean, you've clearly come a long way. I mean, you you've got stuff that that's way beyond i mean some of that stuff i wasn't even aware of exists but uh i'm i'll have to get back to it and start building this stuff but is there a story to this game yes there is so is there i mean are you involved in a storyline and there's something like you're pursuing or are you just trying to craft all the cool fancy stuff i'm doing both um i mean by following the story it does a good job it making sure you need to craft this cool, fancy stuff. Um, and I mean, you're following the story of yeah. figuring out what happened and waiting to survive because on this alien planet that you crashed on, there were also people that were there before you even crashed. Yeah. So you're figuring out what happened to them. Why were they there while also trying to survive and, learn more about the aliens and while you're learning about the aliens you're also waiting to get saved yeah and as soon as you're about to get saved your spaceship gets shot out of the sky <laughs> there's that game seems to be chock full of promises that aren't kept right 
We're on our way to save you. Psych, we're not going to show up for a hundred thousand years. Or, hey, we're here to save you. Obliterated out of the sky by Martian gun. Or, hey, here's a distress call from a life pod that's one minute away with three survivors. And by the time you get there, it's gone. (laughs) They got tired of waiting. Nah, I don't think they, they got the died of waiting. I think the yeah. Leviathan tore yeah. the life pod to shreds. I've, the Leviathan got tired of being hungry. He got tired of swimming in a circle off in the distance and finally made its move. Corey, how's Tarkov going? <laughs> uh, I haven't played. Well, I guess I did play the other day, and uh, it was it was going okay. Noah and I... Got some shots in on this guy. He was I got some shots in on Corey, too. <laughs> Spoiler alerts. This guy was obviously hurting because he left a blood trail everywhere he went. So Noah and I followed him into his warehouse, had him pinned, and Noah and I both had the same idea. We're going we're gonna to flank him. And of course, and... neither of us tell each other what we're doing. So... <laughs> I see him in the warehouse. I make a couple shots and then I decide to run off because he started shooting back. And as I run past the door, I'm instantly dead. And I thought that I got sniped from somebody else. <laughs> but no, it was Noah who shot me in the face with a 12 gauge shotgun. I had slug rounds, so you were still a little ways away. So you're right at the fact that you got sniped. And that was a really good shot because I flicked with one shot and hit you square in the middle of your face. The worst part of this is I I would be totally okay with that if if Noah would have been able to finish the fight and kill the other guy. But no, he killed Noah. (laughs) The guy that's been bleeding out for the whole game. I'm I'm sure he had (laughs) meant to patch himself up. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure he, he probably had meds and patched himself up. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I knew Noah was playing. How Noah, are you? Yeah. Noah gets on once in a while. Uh, he no. does uh, just like every other game that we have that we can play together. He does better when he's not playing with anybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Has Christian has Christian gotten back into this game yet? Christian hasn't been able to play it since since. Uh, the first time we played it yeah, because we were out there for vacation and then he's on vacation now, but he actually just did tell me the other day that he can't wait to come home and be able to play it next game night. He's been feeling too happy. Yeah. he's He'll learn. Needs something to bring him down. Oh, he'll learn pretty quick. (laughs) Is this a game that Michael plays? No, No, it's I, I would get it for Michael, but it, it won't run on his laptop. Yeah. It's very stressful, my computer as it yeah. is. Uh, but if he ever does get a gaming PC, I'm we'll we'll get him on it. And it's not a is it a console game? No, we'll get him on it so he can immediately get off of it. Yep. Uh, I was actually talking about that with somebody earlier because uh, a lot of people wish that it was on con or a uh, console, but the amount of key binds and different yeah. functions like you it, it would be impossible to do everything on Tarkov on a controller you're the you're the guy playing with like 14 hacked together uh, uh Xbox controllers all strung together 
Noah, are you doing any uh, GTA RP? I think oh, the last time I think the last time I saw you playing crap. It's been a long time though since I saw you playing. Uh, I was I was playing GTA RP a day or two ago. Yeah. Um. There was like twenty five people online, so I decided to get on since. Most of the time, whenever I check, there's like three. Yeah. What's your character doing? Um, pulling people over, speeding, running red lights. Did you buy your Type R yet? No. I haven't uh, finished getting the money on my criminal character. What's he going to do with the new car? Rob Banks easier. <laughs> The only thing there is to do with a new car, that's a fast car. Well, I mean, a fast car can slowly go from stoplight to stoplight and occasionally. <laughs> no, so initially on. I was going to get that car on my cop character because I felt like I was making money faster and it was going to be easier. And then uh, I was talking to Corey about it and I was like, you know, I think I just need to take the extra time to make money on my criminal character because I know as soon as I get this car, I'm not getting pulled over. I'm not stopping. How does how does it work when you're you're in a server and you're uh, a, a criminal with, I mean, potentially like an OP vehicle to move around in? Then, uh, I mean, when a server like just starts, uh, cops will have like standard police vehicles um, that go about the same speed and as the what they're called are the import cars the cars that are faster and better handling and everything um the higher ups in the police force uh will get better cars a lot of times they'll get like mustangs and stuff like that that have equal speed and stuff like that so that when people get into car chases it's more about maneuverability and like out driving the other person rather than just I'm going to hit the freeway and yeah. book yeah. him to the other side of the map. Yeah. Interceptors. That's oh, what yeah. They, yes. the, the, the advanced police cars, the yep. interceptors. Yep. Or you were playing Assassin's Creed, weren't you? Yeah. I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. How's that? Pretty good. Uh, I'm at the point now where I've uh, been introduced to the sons of Ragnar Lothbrok and are working on taking over the world. Are the sons of Ragnar uh, able to get off the boat, Corey? <laughs> uh, they weren't with me at that time, but uh, when you go raiding, you can blow your war horn and your, your crew is supposed to come help you. And I went into this this fortress and Blew my horn, and I look over, and they're still just sitting on the boat. Blow it again, still just sat on the boat. So I took over this fortress on my own. Your crew is like dad in Subnautica. Let me let me sit here for 30 minutes and see if anyone comes to fight back. If, if they do, I'm going to stay on the boat. If they don't, I'll take like four steps and then go back on the boat. I, I, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not the crew. I'm sure it's. It's. You probably should take the warhorn back to the merchant and just tell him, like, look, I want a refund on this. Uh, I what I would do is I would take that warhorn and instead of blowing into it to call them, just go smack them with it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I got back to my boat and I I gave him a lecture. 
So is that a is it a story game? Is it a it's a open world story game. So like there's a, the main story you do, uh, but you can just go explore and find new areas. And uh, is it like uh, skill trees and crafting? Yeah, yeah. There's a real there's a really big skill tree. There's no crafting in it, at least not that I know of. Um, but there's you can upgrade all your gear. There's uh, character classes. Yep. So right now I'm running around as a berserker, basically a barbarian, all strength and health. Uh, but decided to start getting some more st- uh, stats and stealth so I could just sneak up behind people and assassinate them and kill them in one hit. Did you buy that, or you you did the Xbox PC Game Pass? Well, I didn't do the, the Game Pass, but this was on Ubisoft on sale. Right on. But I'm playing, I haven't played it in the last couple of days, but I'm doing the Halo campaign and Age of Empires on Game Pass. Yeah. I have both of those installed too now, Corey, just so you know. And you're doing your Subnautica on the Game Pass, right? Yep. Yep. And I've got Crusader Kings, and it seems like I, I was grabbing something else the other day, but now I can't remember what it was. After I beat Subnautica, then I do Subnautica Below Zero, and then once I'm done with both of those, I think it's time to reinstall Skyrim. All off of Game, Game Pass? Pass? yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's for a buck for the first three months. I'm, I'm happy with my investment. I've already gotten my fair use out of it, my money's worth out of it, within the last three days. Is Dying, is dying Light on? Uh, no, I have it on Steam though. I don't know, but I was just about to ask you to tell us a little bit about your hardcore parkour. Jeez. So, Dying Light. So this Noah got this game a couple of years ago. It seems like, right, Noah? Yeah, I don't even remember when I got it. Yep. And I remember at the time watching Noah play it, and I've seen it go on sale like tons of times since then. But I was watching him play it, and I love zombie games, and I like the kind of open world. Um, uh, you know, character building games and crafting games and stuff like that. But uh, for some reason, I don't know why I I didn't pick this up before. Maybe I thought like the parkour wasn't for me or something like that. But um, uh, I got I got it a a great. I mean, Steam has a has a had a great sale price on it, and so I picked it up the other day. And that that I love it. I mean, it's it is a super fun game. Um, it moves fast. It's you know I remember playing the forest and in the forest i remember my first few hours out in the forest um i bought that game like late at night <laughs> i was playing it late at night and it was like the first time i saw uh these cannibals in the forest um uh, and they had like showed up at my camp while i was out hunting and left like some marker in my camp and then i actually saw them from a distance it's like i shut the game off because it's like it's it's too intense to be worrying about cannibals at two o'clock in the morning in a dark house but uh uh in playing dying light dying light is a lot like that except it just goes on it's it's just continuous um the, the way they've built it it's it is a very intense for me anyways it's a super intense game um and uh but you know growing your character and kind of moving through the skill tree and um all the weapons and the crafting system and all that stuff it is it is just a lot of fun i'm i'm really liking it a lot um I haven't gotten very far in it yet, um, 
because I, I play slow and then I, you know, also spend like an equal amount of time probably watching videos and stuff like that. Um, but I love it. I, if it is definitely worth checking out, what I haven't tried yet is, is, uh, the cooperative multiplayer, but with, with, I'm, I'm anxious to have Noah jump in that game with me probably at some point and try it out. But Noah, you were saying that, so there is this mechanic in there where you can also play as the zombies. Yeah. I was just getting ready to say, Noah, didn't I watch you play that game mode? Oh yeah. Uh, there's a game mode where there's a group of regular survivors and there's, I I know there's at least one. There might be able to be a few uh, that play like a super developed zombie. And you have to, as the zombie, go and kill the survivors before they complete their task. And the survivors have to complete their task while using their UV lights and everything to outsmart and outmaneuver the zombie. So there's a lot to this game. I, I'm, I, I've had a lot of fun in it so far. And what I learned with that game is, if there's a zombie apocalypse, just <laughs> grab a UV flashlight and you're good. It must only work at night though, because yesterday. Oh, um, yes, it only works at night because that's the only, only that's that's when the UV lights are gonna actually like shine and reach them and everything. Well, well except I, I was I was in that pawn shop where I mean I could hit this like treasure trove of like crafting items in this pawn shop yesterday, but thinking about what I had heard and learned about the UV light, you know, open the door, go in the pawn shop, go into the very dark room. And sure enough, there's zombies in there. And it's like, ah, finally, I'm going to try out my UV flashlight, turn it on, did nothing that it didn't, there was no indication that it had any impact on that zombie at all. And I had to take them out the old fashioned way. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either though. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, which is, I think I have like a, a, a super powered, like, what uh plumbing pipe or something like that that uh i'm carrying right now and i think i just added some stuff to it uh before i stopped playing yesterday and so now it's like electrified and uh if i hit them with it they they wind up uh <laughs> I, I, I see their skeletons for like a brief second and then their head explodes and they're bleeding out on the ground uh i you have almost played this game as long as i have now and you finished the story. And I finished right? the story. You've played for twelve and a half hours, and I've played for nineteen. Yeah. Well, I'm almost done, Noah. Or does, I guess. It, or does it show you the percentage of story that I've completed? Uh, I'm able to see the achievements. I don't think I can see the story. Well, I'll just tell you. I think I'm in like this story mission two. So you have five I'm, achievements. I have unless- twenty-one. Oh, so I so achievement wise, like, you're you're like you're like a quarter of the way through. Yeah, I'm I'm almost done. Oh, uh, so I was just looking at Dying Light, and you can get the game for ten bucks right now. Yeah, yep. yep. And that's the deluxe version too, I think. So there's a platinum. I got I have the platinum edition of it, and it came yeah. with all kinds of DLC and and stuff like that, and um. Anyway, I, I've I've had a great I've had a great time with it, and I know I, don't, I I play slow, and I haven't gotten nearly as far as Noah has. Though in in the reading and the videos and all the stuff I've watched, I am taking all of these side quests 
but it's it is a fact i am slow playing um because for me it, it's scary as hell to be roaming around with zombies that are out there and uh well i told you this guy this story yesterday i mean uh yesterday i i started off when i first started up that game yesterday i wound up in this fight i had just learned how to make molotov cocktails and i threw a molotov cocktail at this like group of three or four zombies and missed them <laughs> so uh my very first molotov i wasted it well i thought i did anyways it didn't hit them but it started this big fire and so i'm just sitting there watching it and you know it's like they're zombies so a dumb one is going to run around and you know catch on fire at least but no that's not what happened instead as this fire grew it hit like a propane tank and the propane tank exploded and then the very next thing I, is the game throws a warning at me. It says, uh, you know, like warning, loud noises are going to attract uh, these viral zombies, which if you read about them, viral zombies climb. Um, and viral run, zombies, basically you. Yeah, they and they they can they are they're stronger zombies. And so I said, like, oh, crap you know, these guys are going to show up or, you know, it's going to show up. So I just run and I like ran like two city blocks and, you know, went high up on some roof thinking that, okay, they're attracted to noise. So they're going to run to where that noise is. No, they run to wherever I ran to. And, uh, uh, so one shows up and I managed, I managed to fight him off. And I, so I kill that guy and I just turn around this building, and the moment I turn around, there's another one just looking. I mean, he's right there in my face, fills up the whole monitor. Um, <laughs> I just, I like panic fight this guy, and I knock him off the building. Um, but he's tough, and he climbs back up, and I knock him off again. And when we were just like two or three times, and finally I killed him. And uh, uh, and th that's a, kind of an example of me playing this game, also that the game is so intense and I, I get like so immersed in like what's happening. I have to take breaks uh, because I, I just, while I like the game, I get super stressed in this game and like high anxiety and everything else. But it, I've had it, I've had a heck of a good time. But when I was playing yesterday afternoon, um, I, I was just doing regular knocking zombies in the head with my plumbing pipe. And I got the same warning. It said, you know, warning, uh, loud noises are going to attract these viral zombies. Like, what the crap? I didn't, I didn't, uh, I've, I've not blown up a propane tank or shot a gun or anything. Um, so I sort of ignored it. Two minutes later, there's two more of these viral zombies that are there. <laughs> anyway, I, I've had a good time in that game. That's, do you, do you play zombie games, Corey? Uh, occasionally. I've got one that I, I play a little bit called Days Gone. Uh, basically you're... Like I know a, that one. Yeah, you're in a motorcycle club, zombie apocalypse happens, and now you're kind of like on your own. And similar to what you were just saying, like, that game stressed me out too much. I, I'd be like driving around on my motorcycle at night, and all of a sudden I just get clotheslined by a zombie that dove in front of me. And never even saw them. And now my bike's trashed, and zombies are swarming me. And it's just well, that sounds like a great game. It is great, but man, playing that at two o'clock in the morning when I'm already yeah. tired and yeah. Well, that so the first night when I started playing Dying Light, it was it was night, and you guys weren't here. So I'm just I'm sitting in this office, and it's dark. 
And uh, the, I mean, minutes into it, I pause the game and get up and turn on the light. I was saying, family's poor and can't afford electricity <laughs> in our office. Apparently, when we're playing zombie games. We we can we can afford all the electricity in the house uh, with, to keep the house lit up when they're playing that game. But anyway, I I've I've had a good time, and if if you're going to get back into a zombie game, uh, it would be it would be cool for all of us maybe to do multiplayer at some point. But I've got to get I've got to get further. I'm, I'm installing it right now, and I'm looking at my achievements. You said you were doing all the side quests, Dad. Well, I mean, I'm a doing lot all of them. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the achievement called "The Whole Story: Finish All Side Quests." Yeah, I have two out of forty-four. <laughs> I've done two side quests. Good job, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> I've done two story. I've, no, that's not true. I've done one point, one and a half, maybe story quests. Uh, I'm in the second one right now. So, but I have done. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still incredibly slow at that game. So I think I've still only yeah, done like mine's, five or six side quests. Mine's halfway installed right now. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like co-op multiplayer. So. Yep. Yep. I did hear though that so there's. I don't think it's like Warzone, but I I I seem to think that I've read something about um there is a like a co-op mode where there are other players who potentially are playing zombies that are also in that co-op yep. mode with you. Yep. Yeah. That's that's what I played. Yep. And that uh, of course, you know, playing solo by myself um and then being in a mode though where there's other players that are zombies. I'm I'm not I'm not I will say that yet. it's really fun to be the zombie, though. Yeah. Well, we'll have to try it out, or I'll have to try it out. But uh, when we get when we get around to trying that out multiplayer, I'm looking forward to it. It just looks super cool, and it reviews really, really well. So, well, well what I will do you guys definitely add this to my collection and have to play it with both you and Noah? Yep. Right on. What do you guys uh, What are you guys doing after we wrap up here? Either Subnautica, Dying Light. Corey, you're gonna. Well, you're just gonna queue up. Really, you're not gonna play. You're gonna queue up for uh, Tarkov, right? Yeah, like currently, I'm uh, holding my place uh, in line because uh, if I close out the game and then log back in, I'm gonna be stuck in like a ten thousand person queue. So this whole time, though, you're just you've been in line while we've been recording this. Uh no, I got into the game shortly before we we started. Oh, I got it. All right. Well, maybe we'll wrap here then and let you guys get back to games and I'll probably get back to Dying Light. And uh yeah, we'll we'll call this a, a podcast. If you're wow. listening, you can check out the usually weekly game night stream on Saturday nights on Twitch. Uh Christian streams as Goober Chicken on the Goober Chicken channel and Noah streams as Sasabucha. And those links should be wherever you found this podcast. And you can also check us out on the web at loadingscreen.io. And gentlemen, it's good to get another podcast done. Thanks for the chat tonight. Awesome games tonight. Yep. yep. Sounds good. Right. Well, let's go scare ourselves playing zombies. <laughs> I think that's like a good idea. All right. Thanks, everyone, uh, listening. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you're picked up this recording, if you do like the show, please consider sharing us out on your socials and maybe tell a friend or two. And have a great night. You guys take care. Mm-hmm.
Thank you.